G'day guys, Jay here with another episode of Pesty Profiles, the podcast where we put the spotlight on the best in the pest business. And joining me once again as my co-host, not only the president of the Professional Women Australian Pest Management, but also my beautiful wife. How are you, Nikki? I'm good, thank you. I'm very, very good and looking forward to our next guest. Yes. Uh, and speaking of next guest, the, the man of the hour at the moment, actually, um, he's uh, been tagged left, right and centre on Facebook at the moment and everyone's uh, the hype on Flow Zone, so we've given that uh, clue away. So we've got Gavin Hutton from Pest Aid in Adelaide. How are you, Gavin? Good, thanks. How are you, Jane? Nicky? All good? Good, thank you, Gavin. Thank you for joining us. Good. Good, good, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so even though you're the man of the hour, you've actually been in the pest industry for quite some time, but haven't you? Yeah, I have. About 30 years now. So I've been um, been working around uh, around the trap for a while. So I've um, learnt a lot and uh, so, all right, so, learning so a lot. Just give, so yeah. a, just give us a bit of a, a rundown, summary, outline of your, your career so far and where it's led you to be where you are now. Yep. So uh, initially started in the industry in about '96, I think it was, with Adams here in Adelaide. Um, so they, uh, at that time, they were about a, a company of about ten techs, I think. Uh, did twelve months there in Adelaide, and then transferred to Melbourne with them. Um, did about another twelve months there, then uh, across to uh, did a bit of travelling. Um, bought a combi, drove around a bit. Um, then um, worked for a job as a sales rep with what was uh, Jade Chemicals at the time, which is now AgServe. That would have been a massive. That would have been a massive learning curve for you, wouldn't it? It was. It was a cool learning curve actually yeah. because I, I actually it, it opened me up to the industry a lot more. Yeah. I uh, I was able to sort of meet some of the characters in the industry and 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 some of the other companies, see what people were doing, what they weren't doing. Um, but it, it was yeah, it was cool. Um, like I said, going from technician um in, into sales um i think everybody le- le- needs to learn to sell so it was yeah it, it taught me you know relationships and that sort of thing it was, it was it was good good times and it would have gave you a bit of an insight too into a lot of people's businesses going around talking to everyone it definitely did um what what i, what I saw was uh, um you know people doing all different aspects of businesses and 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 what seemed and and, and 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 even summing the whole thing up of, of I could see the guys that were making money and see the guys that weren't doing a lot and staying home and and it, it gave me a bit of sort of insight into uh you know what to do what not to do yeah it's a bit of an advantage okay so after you yeah. left uh, so how long did you do jade chemicals for uh i did that did that for 18 months yep. so i was um uh, yeah, and that was all Adelaide, or South Australian based, so it was pretty much visiting um, country pesties and and uh, and all the city guys, some of the larger guys. So they they had a fairly sort of wide portfolio. Um, yeah. So. Uh, and so, what made you decide to get back, or not get back into pest control, but start up your own business? Um, it was really visiting those guys, like seeing what the the market was about. Like yep. I said, I had no idea prior to that, and. And, and opened me up to seeing some guys that were making good money that weren't didn't seem like the sharpest tools in the shed and weren't doing weren't doing that much work and and it was it was sort of interesting to see that and and so I thought you know what I reckon I can do this my background of of, of what I'd come from and, and didn't have a huge education so I didn't really have a have a have a lot to draw from in the sense of of, of options so it was you know let's. Uh, have a crack ourselves. We we didn't. I didn't have a lot of commitments. Um, I didn't have any kids at the time, and um, you know, had no mortgage or anything. So we were we were sort of in the prime position, I think. Is, is and and that's probably with, with a lot of people. I think you've really got to make sure your stars are aligned and that everything's in 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 line to have a go. Um, so that yeah, like I said, it was sort of the timing was ideal. Um, so yeah, we 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 uh, we had a crack. We we, we picked a business name. Um, we selected at the time uh, Eco Pest Control, and um, and sort of looked at the market. There was a bit of an eco movement going yeah, on. Yeah, I can um, see that really appealing to a lot of people, client base at that time. Yeah, it did, and and there was a lot of environmental things. I think at that time there was the global warming started to become a problem, and and people were sort of looking at alternatives. I think maybe even the organochlorine days, a bit of the stigma that had come off the backside of that. So that was sort of the philosophy behind that of, of, of looking and 
trying to capitalise on on the backside of that. And 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 we did. It wasn't just smoke and mirrors. So we were we were looking at alternatives as well, um, looking into a lot of baiting. Um, and as I said, it, it, it gave us the opportunity to be able to find a bit of niche and a bit of point of difference in the market. So. Okay. Um, so then Eco Global, not Eco Global, I keep saying Eco Global because there's, there's an Eco Global <laughs> up here in Brisbane. And that's why I keep yeah, thinking yeah. So Eco Pest Control. Um, yep. Uh, you built that up? Yep. To so, how so, big and how long for? Yep. So, yeah, so started Eco in 2000, um, employed our first guy in about 2003, I think it was. Um, mucked around mainly in the commercial sector. Because um, your, background, so, your background was commercial being coming from Adams. It was, Adams, yeah. yeah. Co- co- correct. I knew nothing about domestic pest control, nothing. Um, and so then I um, yeah, put our first guy on. We're doing a lot of possum stuff and a few um, specie pest stuff or general pest or whatever the country calls it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then we, uh, we started to get moving a bit, did a bit of a rebrand, freshen up, started pouring money into, pouring the money back into the business. Um, investing the money back and I could see it going and sort of started to really get very passionate about what we're doing. Um, and then the business, we just kept uh, moved out of one premises into another. Um, and long story short, before we know it, we're, we're up to about 15 technicians. Um, uh, and, and it took, it took us 14 years to get there, yeah, okay. but it was, it was constant investment back into the business. Yep. Sarah had gone had left her, her, her full time job was now working for the business full-time in more finance roles. So Sarah and my wife, we were working together very heavily in the business um, and, and you know, just um, employing good people and, and, and built a very good culture with what we were doing. Um, and it was, um, yeah, it was it was good fun. We, we'd been through a few hardships here and there. Um, As we all do. A few funds got, yeah, a few funds go missing and a few staff members, you know. As you do. We've had the same. <laughs> Sorry, did you say you? a yeah. few thumbs go missing? No, a, a, a few funds. Funds. Oh. funds. funds. Yeah, funds. yeah. I, I, felt like, I felt like cutting a few thumbs off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Tell you what, I, I, um, so did I. Yeah. So, yeah, that, and that's no fun. No, you know, not at all. It, it, and you learn from it. Let, you do learn from that. Uh, yeah, it happened to us twice. I thought I'd learned from oh, the shit. first one, but then it happened again. <laughs> And and you know it wasn't um, it wasn't chump change. It was about 120 grand. I think we lost. Ouch. But um, and, and and most and I think all of that went into the pokies. So and then um, there anyway, we moved on. So okay. yeah, and then um, uh, so then 2014 got a knock on the door, um, which was flick at the time. Um, were keen to buy the business. They said to us they'd had a look at a bunch of other businesses, and and we were on the top of their list and. Wanted to wanted to start some talks off. So, and, and this would have been yeah. in the early days of acquisitions. Is that right? It was. It was quite early on. So they'd done a couple of smaller ones. Yeah. Um, and then we were sort of like ours wasn't massive. It was you know big enough, but it wasn't huge. Yeah. So if, then we um. Texas, nothing you sneezed at. No, it was good. Like, it was cool. Like it was um, even the process. You know, like like it was uh, the way they handled themselves was, was fabulous. Um, they knew what they were doing, you know. They, they, there was a nice big blank checkbook there that they, you know, were were, were um, thrown out and, and and continued to. But it, the people in there were fabulous. Like I said, Andrew Usher at the time was great. Um, it was it was managed well. Um, so we ended up then going through the process. They they were happy with the business. Um, ended up uh, ended up selling the business to them in 2014. Uh, October it was actually I still remember it. The um, uh, it was tough with the staff to be brutally honest. Yeah. Uh, it was a very difficult thing to to say to the staff, and we had a really close team of people that really got along very well. Um, that was probably the hardest thing I, I think was was that um, a couple of them pretty much literally ran out the door when when we when we told them what was going on. I can remember <laughs> remember one guy rang a cab. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally oh, wow. rang a cab. I'm not joking. I reckon oh, two hours after, after the dust had settled, he rang a cab. Said, "See you later, mate. I'm out of here." Surely, I won't mention. Surely, flicked didn't have that bad a name. Jeez, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that. I think that they. I reckon a, a couple of them had come from other larger businesses yeah, okay. and knew. Yeah. Mate, they, honestly, yeah. I reckon they knew more than me at the time. Yeah. I reckon 
there was, the, and they knew what corporate was. You know, there was questions asked: Who is it? What's going on? Yeah. How, did, how did you um, feel and, about and, selling your baby? Oh man, it was horrible. Yeah, it was honestly like selling, handing over one of my children. Yeah, that's what was, I said baby. <laughs> it was, it was like, and and it was, it was actually quite an emotional time for both of us because we were so, you know, put so much heart and soul into the brand and the business, and 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 what I thought was very iconic. It, it had become very iconic in Adelaide, and and it was sort of sad to see that handed over and and, and the process. The money was nice, but in looking back, it was. Um, yeah, it was an odd time. It was, so you know, and I was, did the value you get from it, and you don't have to obviously don't mention the specifics, yeah. but did it exceed your expectations as to what you thought your business was actually worth? Oh, good. It, it did. It, it well exceeded my expectations. Yep. I'll get, I won't tell you the exact numbers. No. I'll let l- l- the listeners put the, put the math together. But we're doing about a $3 million turnover, and they were offering um, revenue amount. Okay. So, and, and, and give or take. So, the, it, it was it was a good deal. It was it, it was a good business for them and a good deal for us. And and like I said, I I, I they did a fabulous job with us. Um and 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 I have no hesitations if somebody comes to me and says Flick's looking at buying my business. What do you think? Uh, I I'm happy to guide them through and 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 I've got nothing positive about the about the process. Nothing positive or nothing. Uh, sorry, <laughs> nothing ne- negative. Sorry, so, I thought- sorry, no, 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 nothing, nothing but positive things to say. It was, it, 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 it was a great. It, sorry, yeah. it, it, it was, it was a, it, yeah, it was a good process. I thought I'd just clarify that actually. No, no, I'm sorry, mate. I'm glad you did. T- to be fair, this is our take too. So we've already been talking. How long have we been talking for, Gavin? I reckon an hour and a half. <laughs> Oh, me probably, my, probably two hours. Just, just tell me to shut up. I'll, just I'll, just, I'll just for the list, there's a bit of feedback. We started off and Gavin did pre-warm. He said, I don't know how how much you want me to talk. And I said, no, no, you're all right. Just go for it, mate. We just want to hear your story. And um, and I said, no, no, I'll just interject. But to be honest. Question one was 45 minutes later, Gavin. Yeah, we were still on the first <laughs> topic and we were 45 minutes into the podcast and I couldn't interject and then Nikki's giving me hand signals going, nah, we need to wrap this up. So for the <laughs> listeners, yeah, yeah, this is a take two. This this is the summarised version. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I thought you'd hung up on me. <laughs> well, I felt like having We a know a lot about you now, Gavin, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I know he does his private cool. time and everything now. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, yep. let's get back to it. Um, so, uh, so we sold sold Eco, sold Eco to Fleek. Yep. Um, you, sold Eco. Yep. You yep. went to sort of work for Fleek. As, as yeah, such. that's right. Yeah. So, so I w- worked with those guys for eighteen months. Yeah. Um, uh, they was, do with, was I, noticed, a, I noticed that they do that with a lot of the sales. They um, the, get them involved, yeah. um, stay on yeah. board. Basically, you know, not just with their own business, but within the actual. Um, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they do that as part of the acquisition too. Like they did yep. say to me, nothing will change, which yep. um, I think that's a bit of an oxymoron with acquisitions. Yep. Everything does, but well, they... Then, it's a great uh, way for them to actually recruit good staff. <laughs> yes, yeah, fabulous. And and that's that's exactly what they do. So, so especially with some of the larger ones, like yeah. like as, as I, I was around when EnviroPest was gobbled up and they, uh, there were some fabulous people there. Like I, I met some really cool people, very knowledgeable people. And and it was in their best interest to retain those guys. Yeah. To, to, you know that that was a big deal for them. Well, it's a wealth, um, it's you a know, wealth of resources and knowledge. Basically yeah, recruiting. totally. And, yeah. And, yeah, and it was area and territory where nobody else knew anything about, like retic systems, and and nobody nobody in the flip business knew anything about topping up retic systems or installing retic systems. A lot of pre-construction. Um, so. Like I said, it was it, it it made so much sense, and 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 like I said the guys that, that that were involved in the business were were, were great people, um and and a lot of them are still there. Um, I, I stay in contact with a few of them, and and I see that um a lot of those guys are still in those positions, and they also grab them for other acquisition knowledge, which was pretty cool. Yep. You know, they they made made some pretty smart decisions. Yep. Um, so you, how long did you stay on with Flick for after you sold EKP? Uh, Eighteen months until okay. I'd had yep. enough. Yep. Um, the, the corporate world wasn't for me. Yep. Um, make oh, I like to make decisions and pull the trigger on them. Um, yep. I was having to sort of talk to three or four people to um, to, to get things, you know, e- even in discussions. So, but I, I had a good time there. I had had you know no issues. It was 
um, I developed what I thought would call a, a, a full national domestic um, uh, manual on, on, on how, how to pretty much do everything in the business. The mindset was, is look, let's standardise service across the country. So if, if a, a species done in, in Adelaide, it's the same that it, it's done in Cairns. So that was sort of the mindset and, and, and that was, so there was a, a team of people developed called the service delivery team um, and I was sort of the 2IC in the service delivery team um, responsible for delivering um, initiatives and, and bits and pieces. Travelled around um, to the branches, uh, training training some of their people, um, trying to bring the branches up to speed with, with a few modern techniques and, um, and modern equipment, which was another thing that I really enjoyed doing. Um, I was involved in sort of bringing getting rid of some of their old crappy equipment and bringing some new technology in and increasing, increasing efficiencies and profit margins in, in, in product and equipment. So that, that, that was good fun. Cool. Um, so after you left Flick, what did you do then? Um, did a few other bits and pieces. Probably made a few silly business decisions, only small stuff, nothing crazy. We learned from our mistakes. Um, yeah, you know, I, I come out of there thinking I could take on the world, which now I realise I can't. Yeah. So I... Um, you know, probably my ego was a bit inflated with some money in my pocket. That was, um, so yeah, I had a bit of fun with that. Did a bit of traveling, um, took the kids overseas. Sarah and I took off, took off to Europe. A bit of fun. Um, and then, uh, I had no, like I said, I had no intention of getting back into the pest control industry, but I needed to do something. So I then started learning a little bit more about acquisition stuff, understanding how businesses were bought and sold a bit more, did a bit more reading, a bit, a bit more research and homework. On, uh, on 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 what acquisitions were about, um, and then uh, purchased the name Pest Aid. Yep. So I bought that off a guy in Sydney. Why why, um, why Pest Aid? Um, I, I wanted to move away from the eco market. Um, it seemed to seemed to channel us a, a little bit into that eco market. So Pest Aid um, was was broad enough to be able to patch a load of services on. By this time, I'd taught myself about termites and about everything else. Uh, well, I, I'll never say everything else in the pest control market because that's insane. Yeah. Um, I taught myself a lot about the pest control industry um, and, and, and about business. So at that time, I, I wanted to bolt that onto something that, that was going to have a bit of future proofing in it. Um, so it was it just made a bit of sense i'd come up with a few other names and played around with a few logos and then i started around initially our pest aid logo would look like first aid yep which then sort of worried me a little bit that if i've got a rodent station out there some someone thinks it's a first yeah. aid box <laughs> i can so, that yeah <laughs> oh man that could end so, bad, badly yeah that could end very you wouldn't bad. want to put a sticker on that <laughs> No, so they're rushing to grab themselves a contract block instead of a Band-Aid, so <laughs> that didn't, didn't make sense. So we cha- we changed that around a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, and then we just got going. Um, I, I then, do you want me to go into some acquisition stuff of, of yeah, how that grew? Yeah, okay. So, all right. Yeah. So you, you've, you've bought and sold a couple of businesses? Yeah, so, so basically what, what we did then um, – at the time, the, I was looking into seeing what was in the market, and we, we had a bit of money, not a truckload, to, to, to invest back into it. Um, one of the reasons I, I unloaded Eco was because I, I was a bit scared of debt. Yep. I, we, we were sort of racked up, done a big house extension and stuff, and I was, we were in debt fairly heavy. So, and, and I was a little bit – so this time we had a bit of money in our pocket, and, and, and I, I looked at it, and there was a couple of small businesses, a couple of one-man shows that came on the market right at the same time. Um, and I, and I, I knew the businesses fairly well. So we looked at them, ended up purchasing them, um, and then um, bolted those onto our business. I grabbed my best mate that was working at Flick at the time, um, and we threw a van on the road um, and then basically pieced a small office together um, and then started on the database of basically converting the database to, to, uh, to our stuff. So, and then by that time, so that was 2020, I reckon, um, and then I bought another smaller one off of the mate. Um, and then so we amalgamated those three businesses into, um, uh, into the pest aid brand. And it was, it was, it was hard work though. Like it was, you know, you've, uh, you've got all these different ideas and the, 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 the way things are done. And, um, nobody had a CRM. Oh, oh actually one guy did, um, had a CRM and his, his database was electronic. 
I'm still I'm sitting here at the back of my place now looking at seven, seven filing cabinets that I bought off one guy, which is one of the businesses. <laughs> well, actually, happened to us and, once. <laughs> yeah, Nikki just said it happened to us once. We bought this one-man operation um, business and we really only bought it just so no one else sort of bought the business because he, yep. he rang me up and said, look, I'm yep. heading back down to Victoria. Um, yep. you know, are you interested in buying my client base? And um, I said, all right. So we got yep. together and had a chat and looked and said, yeah. And the figure that he offered wasn't much. Um, so yep, as far yep. as yeah, no, we'll take it, and then um, and he goes, right, I'll you know I'll bring around the you know my CRM, <laughs> the paperwork, CRM, the paperwork, and yeah. a milk crate. He's rocked up with a milk crate, <laughs> and we looked and going, what the hell are we supposed to do with that? So yeah, had to pay I, had to pay, the... I had to pay our admin not like two weeks full time work just yeah. to convert it all over into our system. <laughs> it's a lot of work, isn't it? And and you've got to be really careful what you wish for with that stuff. Yeah. Because, so um. Uh, yeah. When, when buying another pest pest business, any tips on what you would look for in a suitable business? Oh, look, that's a, that's a whole other topic, honestly. And I'll, I'll give you maybe my top five, right? So <laughs> don't don't go um, for forty five minutes, though, Gavin. <laughs> no, 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 no. It won't, it won't be like that, the first intro, right? So um, the, the first thing really is, is make sure um, that the business and the ethics and and the service and everything is conducive. With, with what you do and what yeah. you believe in. If you, if, and if you know about the game and know about the industry and you know what you're looking for, you've got you really take the rose-coloured glasses off. Like get surround yourself with the right people, ask the right questions, ask tons of questions. And if you smell a rat, you've, there probably is a rat there. So it, it's super, super important that, that you do that due diligence. Um, look, look at the assets, look at everything in the business. And, and, and really know what you're getting, know what you're buying. And, and like I said, and, and, and try and try and get as much advice as possible um, for guys that have done it. Um, uh, you know, look at um, the CRM, look how easy you can put that stuff in. Even the pricing, simple things as pricing. Yes. You know, yeah. like, like... We had that issue. Man, <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah like, definitely. Man, I, I, we, yes. we, we're still getting people expecting us to do jobs carting the beer, you know, and it's... Yeah. Yeah, it, that was it, the the problem with the the business that we bought was, and we really didn't look into it to be honest. We just went name your yeah. price, and oh yeah, we'll, we'll take it. Um, but the problem was that yeah, the prices that he was charging um, versus yeah. our prices, and then when we come time to actually do it, they're like, oh hell no, we're not paying that. Um, yeah, and, and also he was also the yeah. kind of guy too that would you know come around and, and then sit down and have a cup of coffee. Um, with the client for the next hour or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, and, got, and the problem yeah. is I was paying my tax wages. I'm not paying them to sit and have a coffee with them. No way. And so yeah. it was completely different service yeah. to what they were used to. And so we did not – we literally – we hardly retained any of those clients uh, whatsoever. Yeah, and right. then the yeah. other yeah. big mistake we made was we didn't realise too was that – he gave us a client base, but he had, I don't know, it wasn't a heap, but there was a, a handful of, you know, Xterra sites, contracts that he'd been paid for, yep. but was yep. expecting us yep. to service for the next, you know, 12 months. Some, yep. of them, some of them only just renewed and, you know, he was expecting yep. us to service them for the next 12 months. Well, hang on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to pay wages. Yeah, I, I, I got exactly the same thing. So yep. so from that, actually, so then we, we bought, um, I had my nephew come to me that wanted to get in the games. He was living on the Goldie on the Gold Coast and said, look, I want to get into the game. I've seen what you've done. So I said, look, come down to Adelaide. I didn't actually expect him to do it, but he did, right? So he rocked up in Adelaide, drove down from, from the Gold Coast, and then I started training him with the intention then to place him back up there. So he was down here for pretty much 12 months. Um, we got all these licenses, and which is, is interesting, actually, because it, 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 it's now recognised in, in Queensland and they're starting to nationalise some of that a bit, which is cool. And so then we, we purchased... Um, a small one on the Gold Coast and that was exactly that. This guy had about 20, a good guy, but he had about 25 Xterra sites that he'd been paid the year in advance for. Yeah. And and he, he actually, there wasn't a lot said about them until we uncovered it and and so, but anyway, we just sucked it up and, and, and got on with it and, um, and it is interesting. What you find is you just need to be disciplined in what you let go and what you hang on to some you can really build on. Um, what we found was some of the guys, as the guys get out, their equipment's old and so are they. They're tired and so is most of their equipment. So you need to know that. You need yeah. to understand that. 
and then um, just make sure that again you need to keep asking questions and um, and 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 make sure that you ask those right questions and ask the right people what questions you should be asking. Yeah. Um, how do you go about finding these business of sale? Yeah, it's good I mean, old Google. I mean, Dr. I mean are yeah. they already for sale? Are they listed or do you, are you randomly approaching guys? Say, hey, look. You- no, I, I, I've never approached anyone yet, yeah. so I, I haven't got to that point. And, look, I'm getting – now, I quite often I get people – I've learnt to say no. I, I'm getting people contact me. Are you interested in my business? Um, yeah. I had a, one, one about a week ago, um, and now I'm just sort of – consolidating where we're at uh, you know and and again we're borrowing this money to buy these businesses so we've got to make sure that you know um that they're right for us so most of what the two we found in adelaide were were um advertised um the one on the goldie was advertised so if you just google um businesses for sale and then and then start looking into it you do get a bit of a, a a um a handle pretty quick on 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 what you're looking for. There's a lot of franchises and a lot of territory franchises and things and people selling um, selling things for 70 grand um, that, that, in my opinion, aren't, aren't really... I think you've got to be really careful. You know what you're, you're getting yourselves in for. Um, so, but yeah, just honestly, Google searching, asking around. There's nothing wrong with approaching people either. If, you're not, if, if you know a guy in the area that, that, that's keen to, um, you know, get long in the tooth and... and most of the guys are worn out, you know. I, I get it. I've, I've done it all myself. It's, as you guys know, it's yep. a tough job. Yep. It's not a, it's not an easy job. You catch a guy that, at the end of the day that's been drilling holes all day. I'm sure he's going to sell his business. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? And so, once you've found a business for sale, how do you put it? I mean, and I'm assuming they've got a value in their head what they want to sell their business for. But how do you put a value on that business? Has you got a formula for that? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I have my own way of doing it. Um, again, it is a bit of a revenue amount, but but it's a really um, it's a really open field, really of, of what where the business is, the size of the business, is it turnkey? Can somebody come in? Can it run itself? Um, is it reliant on the guy in the business? If it's a one man show, it's purely. I, I I I have the utmost respect for for everyone in business whether it's small, large, or, or whatever size it is, it, it, it's not easy. And so I guess it depends on, on how sought after that business is. And it's like anything, what is somebody willing to pay for it? How bad does somebody want? What, what I found with the larger guys, it's all about contracts. It's all about if you've got largest commercial contracts and you've got everything in place and systems in place um, and, and they're wanting to come into that territory, the big three now, um, and, and they know what they're doing. Like they're not, um, you know, they're not mugs. Um, if anybody, if everybody, anybody thinks that they're going to not find the cash that's been put in their business, um, you know, and then expecting somebody to, if somebody's doing a, a two hundred grand or three hundred grand turnover and a hundred of that, hundred of that cash, the, the bank's not going to lend you money on 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 old mate's hundred cash. So you you, you need to. Um, look at those businesses and, and, and the value of that business and then make sure that you you then apply those formulas or, or you know, that there's a bit of a, a 2.5 of, of EBIT, 2.5 of profit times multiple, but a lot of that goes out the window on, on, on certain situations. I've seen smaller guys. I had a good conversation with Andrew Usher a, a couple of months back and um, the, the smaller guys now, I think that the... the, the reasonable size companies up to a, a million are probably going to get that sort of revenue amount. I think the smaller guys, um, that revenue amount then starts to almost slide back to the 50 cents in the dollar, depending on what they've got, you know? Yeah. And, and, and again, it, it's the territory. If you've got, if you've got someone in that area that wants to buy that and that's valuable to them there, you know, it's, you've just got to really know, honestly, I, I think probably spend the time and, um, have a look at those um, multiples. Do, do your homework on, on, again, the assets. You can get really burnt on assets if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, you know, I bought one business and the, and the truck was just a of garbage. It was, um, you know, it needed to go in the bin. But then I bought another one and, and, and the, the assets were fabulous, you know. And, and then people will put value on things. like they'll. <laughs> so when I see a, an asset register, 
I see bulb dusters on asset registers, you know. <laughs> it's, and even even like I said, foggers and things that are just stuff that any anywhere they can inflate that business. So everybody does it, you know. It it is what it is. You just got to be realistic and and you know hope hope that that it, it, uh, you can you can get what you need to get out. You know, I think that's the the, the big key too is uh, making a decision why you're getting out. And, okay, and, so. Um, so how, how big's Pest Aid now? Yep, sure. So Pest Aid, we've got five operators here in Adelaide. Yep. So I've got five boys on the road. Um, I'm pretty keen to employ a female technician. Yep. I've had some experiences with them before and they've been great. Um, so five operators here. I've got um, two guys in operations. So one guy in internal sales, one guy in operations, which I'll bust their chop. Um, and, uh, and, and Nat, which is a part-time admin girl. Sarah, my wife, which is... Um, finance, and then myself, which is um, everything. Yeah, okay. And um, then, and then, sorry, and sorry, and then Bodie on the Gold Coast. So yep. Bodie's running running the Gold Coast on his own um, uh, with, with with my help. And then, um, and that's he's doing a very good job of that. Um, that's amazing territory. I, I, what you guys get up there is is fabulous with pest pressure. Yeah, I, I've had some great conversations with people. We get a season down here. Honestly, we're lucky if we get a, a pest season. Um, of about sort of four to six months, um, and then and then it tapers off. Yeah. And then I think you guys up there almost get it get sort of nine months-ish out of it, don't you? Yeah. It, 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 look, yeah, definitely. We you know we're still doing gen, general pest treatments, you know, through winter. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Right. But it's we, been a weird yeah. twelve months for yeah. us. Our busiest um, months in the last twelve months was um, June, July, August. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. got a lot to do with the yeah. type of work we do. Yeah, we do a lot of um, yeah. strata, strata, yeah, strata work. All right, yeah, um, yeah. So would you attribute – that's pretty – you know, have to have five techs and, and you only start a pest aid in 2020, did you say? 2018, was it? 2018? Uh, it, it was actually probably uh, 2019, to be okay. fair. Like yeah. we <laughs> – yeah, yeah. Yep, and look, that's yep, that's yep. pretty significant growth. Would you attribute that to primarily acquisitions, or have you got some pretty successful marketing strategies that you find working for you? Oh, look, I heard something a bit cliche the other day about starting from scratch. You're not starting from scratch; you're starting from experience. But yeah, that's true. Uh, there's yeah, there's, a, that's there's a, a few. True. There's a few. Yeah, there's a few issues with that too. Yep. You know, like you start from experience, you know what to do, so you've got so much to do then. Yeah. Right, so you know you're doing it all at um, once. You're doing. You want to do it all at once. You get impatient. Yeah, you want to do it all at once. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to answer that question, uh, yes, it is definitely. But there's also debt there. So you know, if 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 we were to look at the the amount of debt that that we've incurred to purchase those businesses and then offset that, um, you know, it it, it probably is a, a bit of both. A bit of um, knowing what we're doing knowing the systems um, and having the contact and then and then bolting that acquisition stuff on. So, yeah, yes, definitely. But, again, comes the debt. You know, it, it, you, you could go in and buy a 10-man a, a show and, and be in a million dollars debt and, and hit the ground running, but then you've got to make sure that you've got the experience and the know-how to be able to handle that and make sure you're getting a, a return on that million bucks. Yeah. Um, and you've got a pretty – I had a bit of a, a stalk. You had a pretty impressive um – Website there, Gavin. Yep. 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 Um, with a bucket load of articles, where the hell are you getting all these articles from? <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to ask my. I, I did see that question coming up. Um, <laughs> you'll have. I, I, I employed a content writer to do it, right? Yep. So, and 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 a lot of that content was American drawn, and, and yeah. So, and and being so young and fledgling, it is so difficult, honestly, to be across everything. Yep. Um. And, and and I know it sounds stupid, but honestly, I don't even know half of what's on the website. Yeah, it's it. I've sort of tried to put that in the hands of these guys, and um, and and as you guys know, Jesus, that's a competitive market. You know, like it, it's a it's a shitstorm of of trying to um, gain ground in 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 Google rankings, and and so like I said, I I, I tried to out. I was smart enough this time to try and outsource some of that stuff. And a lot of that content, like I said, is from a content writer. 
I know um, well, Lara's currently revamping our website at the moment and she's asked me yeah. a couple of times, hey, Dad, can you proofread this for me? Can you proofread? Like, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never gotten around to it. And then just the other day I saw an, e- <laughs> I saw an email come through from our web designer and um, I just had a bit of a sticky nose and I went, oh, God, I need to proofread this quick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I've raced, I've raced downstairs to Valar and I've gone, you can edit all this later on, can't you? She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, thank God for that. I said, we need to change a bit of this. Like, she still had old Australian standards and that, and then I go, oh, shit, I need, yeah. to, <laughs> I need to proofread this. She did ask. Pretty funny, isn't it? She did ask, yeah, yeah so I can't blame her. Yeah. Uh, it's all my, yeah. all my fault. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's yeah. hard to be across the board of everything, unfortunately, when you've got so yeah. many things happening. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, had a, I had a story today where um, – uh, Justin and I took a phone call and said, I got this lady, uh, he wanted to book her in, in in a week's time or something. And she said, hang on a minute. Um, she just come back and said, you provide a same day service. I said, do we? Where, where did that come from? She said, oh, you saw it on the website. <laughs> oh, shit. Oops. I said, you better, you better start moving some stuff around. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, Gavin, you're another service mate fan. And, um, yeah, I am. And from what I can yep. gather, you are using it better than most people. What are you doing differently? Yeah, sure. Um, so my my relationship with ServiceMate is very love hate. Um, it's a it's a fabulous platform. Um, having having known what we needed this time, um, and and have and have invested a lot of money and time in, into um, CRMs and everything. Um, I I saw some things in ServiceMate that I really loved, and and some things that really were killing me. So. What I, what I said about doing was trying to improve and trying to get workarounds in, in service, mate. One of my biggest bugbear with it is the recurring work function. Um, so what I didn't like about the advanced um, function of, of recurring work was that it, it repeats at the same time every month. Um, and so if, you, if you're late to doing a commercial job, for instance, a monthly commercial job, and you're, you're two weeks um, late, the, the system then reoccurs from uh, from, from that, from from that the, moment, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no, sorry, from the opposite. So from when when you set that. So if you've set it for the first week of every month, it's going to yep. keep recurring for the first week of every month. Yep. So what we ended up doing, we found a guy in Perth that um, uh, bought in a, and I'm not sure whether any other service mate users have seen it. There's a um, a function in there that you, that you can add on that um, – uh, gives you the ability to be able to change those things and, and, and um, it, it, it needs a developer to do it. And so what he did was now with all of our jobs, with our job templates, we will put that um, uh, recurrence to the job templates. So if we set up, say, for instance, uh, a, 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 an annual spider treatment, it recurs an annual spider treatment. And we've created a bunch of um, pseudo technicians on the schedule to, to say, uh, annual spider treatment, um, job to follow up or, or commercial work. And then so what we end up with is about four different pseudo technicians on the schedule that then we're sliding work up to as they come on board. So it was, and, and it still is, look at it, it, some of the reporting and, 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 and bits and pieces in there doesn't really um, impress me much, but it's, it's close. We, 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 we're very close to it. I love some of the stuff that it does with sending out um, quote renewals and acceptances and, um, you know, even some of the cool fluffy stuff and being able to track the guy <laughs> to your door stuff. like you would a pizza, you know. <laughs> it, 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 it's a cool system. Uh, just the frustration for me is, is really with the with, – with, with uh, it's, it's almost like hands over their ears, the guys that, that, are, that are running the show. But um, the, the custom field stuff for us was a bit of a game changer once we discovered that that could happen. Um, those custom and, and if anybody wants to know about it, give us a yell. I'll I'll, I'll run you through it. Um, did you it, look at, like, Did you look at the others? I did. I looked at many others. I won't yeah. tell you which one, yeah. but and, and everybody will think I'm stupid listening to this. But I spent twenty grand right on on a system. Yeah. Um, fabulous system. Um, I I I I was uh, I discussed it with my team. This is what we're going to do. And, and then we looked at it at, at the 11th hour just before we're about to switch off service, mate, switch, switch this on. And they said, we hate it. We, we, we didn't want to tell you, but we hate it. I said, look, you, this cost me 20 grand. 
and now you're telling me you hate it. And I just couldn't do it. I, I, it, it, I couldn't do it to the team. And so we, we ended up sticking with service mate and I made some phone calls and got some workarounds. But I did do a lot of homework into it's, it's all really, the other systems uh, on the market. It's really hard because you don't really know how well it performs until you fully commit. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's and, all, and it's that all was, in that a that nah, spot on. And that was what happened with this other system. Yeah. But I knew what I wanted, right? So the experience that I had, I knew what I needed it to do and I knew what I wanted it to do. I think part of the guys coming over, especially from paper or, or, or from something similar or a calendar, they really don't know what they want. They don't know the capabilities of what yeah. it should do and, 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 and how it should work. And um, I think that is the biggest issue. You know, you really need to know. And, and as you guys know and you guys use it, it's, it, you need to set it up right from the get-go too. There's nothing worse than, than than patching things on and trying to bring things in later on. Yeah, I know we trialled a number of systems for about six months and it wasn't cheap because, yes. um, yeah, yeah. We, we trialled both, I think, two or three systems mm. for a good six months yeah. before we decided on ServiceMate. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and it's a lot of time and resources oh, hey, like to, to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah, we pretty much put our mm. um, service manager full time on the actual task, and he pretty much just sat in the office. <laughs> so it cost us more than twenty yeah. grand. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, said, you know, yeah, for that yeah. Whole period, yeah. just trying to nut it out and get it to roll over and get it all functioning and, and working, so that we could actually use it. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's yeah. start talking about Flowzone flow now. Now, are you yep, sure. now the national distributor for Flowzone in Australia, or is that yeah. what you call yourself so, now? Yes. Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah. So I, I have an exclusive agreement with the guys. So <laughs> short background. Tell me to shut up if I start going on. Um, <laughs> the, um, the, so a couple of guys in America own Flowzone. So, um, the, where I started to see it was in the back of everyone's trucks in America on some of the, the Facebook sites. Yeah. And I was like, what is, what is this thing? Yeah. Um, never seen them here. And, yeah. and I love, I love, I love equipment, right? I love, um, any anything that makes a day easier, you know, boroscopes and and anything any anything that increases efficiencies and 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 you know gives the guys a bit of a buzz. So I, I bought a couple Sorry, over. My phone. Um, Again. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, keep going, key Gavin. Key, <laughs> key, key to shut up. It's, um, it's, it's, probably, so, it's probably garage <laughs> ringing me. Get him off. Get him off. <laughs> so I um I then bought a couple over. Um, Guys were sort of happy with what we were doing, um, and and trialled them out. My guys love them. I, I had two at the time. My guys were fighting over them, um, and so then their plant is in China, so that that that, that, that everything's controlled out of the US, and then they they, they ship from China um, and predominantly in America. So they offered me then the Australian and New Zealand distribution for them. Okay, um, and then oh, so and, and New Zealand, yes, and New Zealand. Okay. So. Um, I, I look, it was open to. I could have negotiated Indonesia, I think, if I wanted to, but yep. they were, you know, I've got, I've got enough to do. So they, um, I then, then bought it. I, I was a little bit apprehensive, to be brutally honest. I was apprehensive of bringing something into the marketplace. I, I know what the market can be like, good and bad. I was a little bit apprehensive. Um, once I, I opened the product up and opened the box up, it was amazing straight out of the box. Like, and, and I, and we we played around with everything. Milwaukee AEG got sick of swapping wands oh, and batteries and don't get me started. You know, shit leaking all over the joint, and I was just fed up of it. So, and, and we did have a really cool product um, that was a, a petrol trolley sprayer, which was amazing but noisy, smoky. Um, so when we yeah, and and so that's basically how that was born. Um, we bought twenty in. Um, I reckon you might have got one of the twenty of the initial ones. Okay, cool. of, of, air freighted over. Special. Yeah, yeah, super, super special. And well, I, I start what I, so what I wanted to do was to test the market with that twenty. Well, I didn't get, the, the, guys I didn't get the I didn't get to play with that unit. It got pinched off me straight away by my service, it? My yeah, service manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. I think so I, then I think that, I had about that, two minute trial, and that was it. Did it? Yeah, yeah. So then um, bought that twenty in. Everything was positive, and so then we ended up with a container. We signed a, an exclusive agreement with them. Ended up with a container, um, and then uh, and then basically got going with the orders. So at the moment, well, we we they are a turf product as well, but we've pushed heavily into the um, the pest control market, um, and then we'll we'll sort of see where it goes. At the moment, um, it it's all um, B to C stuff, so it's all direct to the customer. Yep. Um, and then we'll start looking at wholesaling and, and, and sort of where we take the product. 
they're cool guys too. Like they're really receptive. Um, they're, we're, we're looking at some other, other products. I can't say too much about them, but we're looking at Ooh. some other, um, really test specific, um, products. Okay. Um, to, to try and bring into the marketplace. Yeah. So, so, so no, we're um, not getting any exclusives here, are we? No, um, <laughs> not, not at the tried. moment, but, um, no, they're, they're very secretive, even with, with, with me, with, which I get it. Um, so is this from the but, same company? Yeah. So, okay. so this is all the, ah. the, 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 the guys in the state. So, okay. um, two that, guys I'm, had some cook. But is that researching what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, look, I've tried, man. Oh. Well, no doubt, they'll re- no doubt they'll release it in the States first and then, yeah. 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 The, the, good, the good thing about it is there's a good connection with the guys in China. Like they've got some awesome engineers in China that um, are, are feeding back. So with us sort of being in between uh, um, China and, and the States, it's, it's quite cool that we that they're actually listening to what we're doing and saying and the feedback that we're giving them. And, you know, we've improved the trolley and a bunch of other bits and pieces and nozzles and um, so the future for that's pretty cool, and and it and it has been cool bringing something into the marketplace. And look, I must know, admit, probably... I, I can't think of a single product that has caused so much hype in such a short time frame. Um, yeah, just so many people are talking about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, cool. pro- it's probably got yeah. to do with that group you created, and my phone keeps getting <laughs> notifications. Everyone commenting and talking about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but definitely, yeah, it's uh, certainly the Australian market certainly embraced that product. And it's funny how the pest industry also has really, really embraced knapsack sprayers. Um, you know, I'm sure you can cash your mind back to when it was, you know, eco yeah. pest control, you know. Yep. You probably wouldn't have had a backpack sprayer at all in the whole team, but now everybody's using them. Um, yeah, and you know what? I, I think they've improved them. Like if you look yeah, at them, like a oh. lead acid battery was shit. Like yeah. they're just horrible for like yep. lugging around, you know. And and so if you look at the technology of what these guys are introducing, yeah. And and like for, for the cost, the, the price of them is actually very good, you know. And I was quite surprised at what they were able to produce them for, and so. I think, it, like I said, I, I think maybe it's the technology that's leading us that way. We never really had anything that could compete with petrol, you know, and so I think it, it, it's the, the efficiencies that, it, that it's producing um, and, and that's why I think, like a lot of the OH&S people, oh, I don't like backpacks, you know, they're, they're bad for your back and, um, you know, they do this and do that. But I think when, when you actually use one you put it on your back and and, and how ergonomic they are and, and other bits and pieces and you know what some of the other guys were close like milwaukee um were, were quite cool with the switch tank yeah, thing i the, really the liked, concept, liked that the concept, concept was awesome but it just long term it was yeah yeah a few issues. but if you yeah yeah we did the same and, and and look you probably saw that on on that site right so um, we had we had a bunch of milwaukee's in here and and, and then you fill, you fill that thing up and then put a decent sized battery on it it's like having a, a, a lead weight on your back. Yeah. And so, yeah, and that was, like I said, I really went went hard out to make sure that we knew what we were getting ourselves into. I didn't want to put something into the marketplace that didn't make sense. I, I did. I had better things to do. So, um, like I said, I did a lot of research and a lot of talking with my guys and, and making sure that, you know, and, and look, at that point, I was probably happy just to, to bring them in and let someone else have a go at it. But, once they'd sort of seen how passionate we were about the product and, and knew what we were talking about, I think that's what attracted them most about it, that, that they were happy to work with us and improve the product and, and you know, knew from the ground that, that it was probably a good thing, that they weren't going to deal with a major distributor and it was just not going to be pushed and sat on the shelf. Yeah. Um, so is that first container load, are they all gone now? No. Um, no. I'm sitting out, sitting out the back here. There's, there's probably... Um, I reckon I've sold half of that first twenty foot container, so um, okay. they all went went um, and and I've got a young lad, Lucas, fourteen year old lad. He was busy packing them up pre Christmas. Yep. And it was um, it was like uh, it felt like a couple of elves, you know, pre Christmas packing people's flow zones up to get them out to them. Yeah, I knew it, so, it all sort of came in just before Christmas there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know <laughs> it was I had, a mad uh, time. I had a couple of units coming in. Um, so there you go, yeah. listeners. He's uh, he's still got some stock, though. So get on board. Um, yep, yep. All righty, let's move on from Flow Zone. So yep. where to from here, Gavin? Well, this yep, could be, this, great question. Let's keep this short and sweet, mate. This could <laughs> yeah. go on forever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, You've got I'll, two I'll, minutes. I'll, 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 <laughs> all right, sweet. I'll keep it. Um, 
to be brutally honest, I don't have an exit strategy. I, I, I don't, um, I've heard some silly things in the market that we went broke with eco, which is humorous. Um, and, and a few other bits. And now we're building to sell, which is garbage. Just want to set that straight. Um, so I, I have no exit strategy. As I said just before, my lads are really keen to, to probably come into the industry. I've done a lot of research on, on generational businesses. I'd like to sort of be quite sort of um, good to see him come in. So where to from here? I'll, I, I'm just keen to keep growing the business, putting some great systems in place and, and, and sustain growth, nothing crazy, um, and then keep working on the flow zone stuff, keep developing that stuff. Um, and, and, you know, bring some cool products into the market. Okay. Um, and what do you love most about the pest management industry? At the moment, I think it's a fabulous time to be in the industry. I, I think it's such a cool industry to be part of. Um, it's not one thing that I really like about it. Um, I like making money out of it and I like, um, doing what we do, providing a fabulous service. I think what you guys are doing is phenomenal without blowing any smoke. I think what, um, you guys bringing people together. Um, I'm really keen to see um, and go to the next conference and meet a load of people that I've had conversations with. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it is an awesome industry. I think um, we're spoiled for choice, um, products, um, you know, marketing. It, it, it's, a, it's a cool time to be in the industry. It is, but I'm still waiting for Jay to pay me. <laughs> he hasn't paid me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, making me do all this comes, work. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm waiting for the Professional Women of Trained Pest Management to pay us. Oh, I don't yeah, like yeah. that. Look, look, <laughs> yeah, look, my, my, my wife, Sarah, is the same. I said to her, look, just give me one or two more years in the pest control industry. Just hang around one year. And it's been almost three now and she's still hanging around. <laughs> and I'm still, make, make, I'm still making her work in it, you know, so. Well, well on comes. that note, what, what do you do when you're not working? How do you relax? Um. Oh, to be honest, I am a bit of a workaholic. I, I do probably really? 60, 70, yeah, I do 60, 70 hours a week in the business, a young family, which um, uh, I drive crazy. So probably relaxing is, is riding a bit of dirt bike stuff, a bit of mountain bike stuff, a um, bit of traveling, hanging out with the family as much as I can. How old are you I kids? do work a lot. Uh, so my, my um, uh, youngest, Maple, she's nine, about to turn 10. Okay. Um, I've got... I've got my lad Lucas, which is fourteen, yep. and then I've got uh, Evie, which is sixteen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, now we all have at least one funny story while working as a pesty. What's one of yours, mate? And I'm sure we're thirty. I've got a 30, feeling this is going to be a while. <laughs> th- th- with yeah, 30, this, years, thirty years of experience. I'm sure you got a cracker there for us. I have. It's a bit crass, but um, <laughs> so the where, the where I live in Adelaide is sort of amongst the the European community italian greek that sort of thing um i was on the road doing a quote and uh, was knocking on a lady's door and what i thought was a lady at the time (laughs) turned out not to be a lady um knocking on the door no one would come to the door what's going on so i walked around the back it was it was all open walked around the back and saw this lady all i saw was her bum and with her pants down taking a pee in the yard and i was like what I did not just see that. So I slowly backed away. She didn't hear me. I slowly backed away and waited for about five minutes and then just kept knocking on the door. She could There's have had no a sheepie, you know. Could have been a sheepie. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it, it, was, it was not good. And I, it, it almost scarred me. So anyway, I, I just kept knocking on the door till she, till she came to the door. I didn't shake her hand either when she, <laughs> when she opened the door. Well, maybe she had no water in the house or something. <laughs> Well, do you know what? I, and then I worked out later on. I asked a few people in the area, and they said actually quite a few people do it because they don't like wasting water and flushing the toilet. Oh, really? But that was that was it was oh, man, that's crazy. Well, I had a, a slightly similar story where um, general pest treatment was scheduled in, gone, and I actually text the woman and say, "Look, I'm on my way." Got to the house, the front door's wide open, so I get to the front door, I knock on the door, and then I'm listening. I thought, oh, can you hear the shower going? And then the shower turns off, and, and I've knocked louder and louder and yelled out, hello, hello. <laughs> and then and it's all quiet for a while, and I thought, oh, she must have heard me. She's, you know, getting a dressing gown on or getting dressed. And, and the next thing you know, the door yep. opens, and she walks out stark naked, <laughs> right, but turned the opposite <laughs> way down the hallway. She didn't turn to me at all. <laughs> and walk, walk down oh, the she hallway. she knew you were there. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> walk down the hallway butt naked all the way down to the bedroom, and I just slowly... 
backstepped and then went and sat in my car and waited for 10, 15 minutes. Catch your breath. Catch my breath and then went back and then gave her a chance to get organised then walked back and knocked on the door going, G'day. Uh, <laughs> I reckon she knew you were there. I was going to my head, is this a setup? Is this deliberate? What's the uh, Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, uh, so you're a bit of a business entrepreneur. Any final words of yep. wisdom for our listeners? Oh, look, you know what? I, I'm... I've been in the industry a while and, 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 and the, the longer I'm in it, I feel like the less I know, but there's just so much to learn. The more we learn, you know, the more we learn how much we don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think really it's just keep it simple, you know, um, just honest values, ethical work. You've, you've got to do the hours. I, I, I think in my opinion, you, you have to put the hours in um, and it doesn't come easy. Like just, um, you know, find a good brand. I was listening to some of the other ones and, and it certainly rings true. Find a good brand, believe in your brand um, and, and, and just have a crack. But you, you, if, if you're expecting to work for yourself and, and, and the dream of, of, of um, you know, making your own hours up, you're doing it wrong. You know, it, 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 it hours, exactly. it's commitment, <laughs> it's sacrifice. And, and you know what though, you've got to love it too. You've got to be passionate about it. If you don't love it, it's not. It's not going to succeed. And and I think you, if if you just apply some basic principles, but you need it in in you to do that to do the hours and the sacrifice. Yeah, I think it was midnight by the time I got to sleep last night. Up again yep, at five thirty. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, I, I've 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 had my phone on me on, on my honeymoon and stuff like that, you know. And people think I'm stupid, but I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. It's um. It, it is. It is one of those things. You you, you know. You, you do. And, and and when you go home, you know, you you don't you don't shut the door and then forget about it. It's it's constant. Yeah. Look, it's this constant is what pretty thinking. much separates you know those that really really succeed and do well, um, and those yep. that just sort of you know plot along and, and cruise along. Which yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong yep. with that. Um, but if you really, no no and, yeah. And, yeah yeah I've heard you heard you say that in other podcasts. There is nothing wrong with it. I've yep. I've seen. The large businesses, and, and as I said before, I've got respect for all of them. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, 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 you know, but don't complain if you're not putting the hours in and it's not growing and it's not happening. Um, then, then you know, you, there's no cause to complain. But like I said, there's some awesome people in our industry. I, I love sharing stories with people. It's, it's fabulous. It's um, now nah, they all suck. You know, mate. They all suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and look, right, I learned that through the flow zone. It was mate, there's some cool characters around. Yeah, you've made a, a big network there, mate. Well, the post yeah, Michelle Downs stuff. put up, I, I know for a fact her her phone went off the radar when she did a demo. Um, yeah, on, well, yeah, on Facebook, and and she, and she kicked things off, and and I've got to thank her for that. Like it was it was awesome to see that, and 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 I'm glad it came from her rather than me because yep. it was sort of independent stuff. And look, I, I, of course, I looked after her on that stuff, but it was cool to um to, to begin that buzz from that, and and it um that's yeah, cool. Yeah, your, your your inbox would have been flooded massively. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, all right, mate, we better start wrapping it up. So we're getting to that time of the episode on our rapid-fire questions just to sort of finally get to know you just that last, one last bit. Um, yep. Beer or wine? Um, I'd have to say beer. Like, I don't drink a lot, but um, the odd corona after work, so I'd say beer. Yep. Uh, you're a morning or a night person? Um, used to be used to be night, but now I'm anything. Whatever needs to be done. <laughs> you don't stop, do you, mate? Uh, no. AFL or NRL? Oh, Adelaide. Uh, there's no such thing as yeah. ARL down here, so <laughs> it's AFL. AFL. Uh, you're a city or a country boy at heart? I'd say city. I've, I've, I have spent a bit of time in the country, but I enjoy the city. Yep. Are you a boobs or bum kind of guy? Uh, bum, female only. <laughs> <laughs> and not one that's taking a squat in the backyard. Um, no, you know, each, each to their own. <laughs> Favourite termite bait? Um, now, I thought a bit about this question. I'll try and be quick. I, I'm a little bit different. I, I like bait for species. So if, okay, yeah, um, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, so depend, depending on the species. Yep, and that's actually that's an interesting topic, actually. Mm. Um, uh, who's your favourite manufacturer? And don't say Flozo. Right, so... <laughs> no, no, no. So, so I've got to say FMC here, right? Yep. Stewie and Daniel Bird. So, yep. and, and, and Daniel gives me a nice bottle of gin each year. 
So I've, I've got to say Daniel Bird. Are um, you a gin from, man? From, from FMC. I actually don't mind gin. We, we have quite a few distilleries here in Adelaide and, and we have some really cool um, some cool gin distilleries. Does Stewie get down to you? I've, I've actually only ever spoke to Stewie lots on the phone. Oh, okay. and, and you think if you think I talk, him and I can, can talk crap for hours. <laughs> And then da- and Daniel Bird drops in and sees me every now and then. So I've known Daniel for years. Okay, so is that your answer to your next question? Who's your favourite sales rep? Uh, yeah, it'd be Daniel Bird. Yeah, yep. all right. Um, yep. Do you prefer baiting or liquid soil treatments for termite prevention? No, I'm, I, I regard myself as a master baiter, right? <laughs> so I, I, I've mastered what I like to think the art of baiting. So I, we do very, very little chemical treatment. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Adelaide's got a massive um, baiting culture, hasn't it? It has, yes, yeah. yes. And and it does take a while to learn properly, I think, yep. understanding the species. And, 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 and that was, you know, what I said with the bait thing. It's um, I think you've really got to understand what you're doing and what you're dealing with. Okay. If you are doing a, a drilling and jack job, do you prefer grout or plugs? I reckon grout. Uh, the ones that we that we end up doing from some of the acquisitions, it's mostly grout. And do you prefer to use a flow meter or a stopwatch? Um, I would say I've never used either, okay. um, but I would I would say the guys are using a stopwatch because they haven't given them a flow meter. Do you count, count in your head? Well, that's yeah, one dilly dilly. Yep, yeah, that's what I used to do that when we started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's and then, then yeah. you get interrupting it. Oh, shit, what was up again? Okay, yeah. One second, two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and then it, it comes out the next hole, so it's done. Move yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. Where, what's the soil yeah. like in Adelaide? Oh shit! It's terrible. Like we have this Bay Abisko, and and there's more house movement in in Adelaide than there is. It's horrible. Yeah. And there's all sorts of acidic soils and alkaline soils, and it's it's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Hence the baiting systems. Um, yeah. All right. So what am I up to? All right. When inspecting a um, inspecting or performing general pest treatment, are you clockwise or anti-clockwise? Um, I'm clockwise. Clockwise. Uh, roof void first or last when inspecting? Blah. Backpack or bulk tank? <laughs> this well, is a no-brainer. That's, that's a no-brainer, that one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 I would have laughed if you turned around and said, nah, I'm a bulk tank man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been yeah, awesome. That, yeah. that would be Funny pure, when I see a bulk tank. If you were pure gold. Yeah. Um, clockwise yeah. or anti-clockwise when inspecting? Um, yeah, I, I prefer clockwise, but it depends what's in the way and um, what, what the house is. Uh, Rapid or Wymark? Um, well, I just got my renewal through from Rapid, so I'll be looking at that, but probably Rapids again. Yeah. Uh, domestic or commercial type of work? Um, I actually prefer, yeah, I prefer mostly domestic. It's okay. a bit more you've challenging tra- and... Pra- you've transferred, yeah. mate. You've been um, converted. Yep. Yep. Started off yeah, a, I, I... Start off as a commercial I'd man like, and I, then, yeah. Yeah, I like the problem solving. I, do, I actually do a lot of possum work myself. Yep. So I, I, and it's very, very challenging. And so I take on some of that stuff. And I, so I don't get on out in the tools every day. I saw your sexy possum post up uh, yesterday. Yeah, that was a cool looking thing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. um, I was really surprised that kids, kids at that house said, oh, it's, a, it's really light and colored. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, okay. And then when I went inside, it was, yeah, it was, it had red eyes. And it was, I've actually, in all the years I've been doing it, I've never seen one like that. Yep. Um, post construction or pre construction, termite work. Um, definitely, definitely post. Um, as, as much as um, you know, we we do post uh, pre construction. I prefer post. Again, it's challenging and, and um, a little bit more problem solving stuff in there. General pest work or termite work? Um, uh, I'd say termite. Again, the, the there's a bit more science in it. Okay. Uh, now you cannot make up your own answer here, mate. But Riga or B and G. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, BNG. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Flozone. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was going to. What's, well, what's, what's, what's the so what's, obvious, isn't it? Yeah. What's the small? What's the small model in the Flozone? Um, the Storm. The Storm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's funny yeah. how they've stuck with um, yeah, Cyclone and Typhoon and yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're all weather conditions. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll give you a bit of a hint. Actually, there might be a smaller one coming. Ah. So. Oh, so you do know what's there's, going there's, on. <laughs> there's your exclusive. Oh, we've yeah. got an exclusive, guys. Oh, let's, yeah. let's think of a name. They've got yeah. a name. Let's think of a name for it. It's called a... Yeah. Hurricane. Hurricane. No, it's got yeah. small. So a small. It's, okay. it's going to be small, yeah. so it's got to be a gust. 
of wind. Squall. Yeah, storm in a teacup. Squall. A squall. A squall. Yeah. Squall. Yeah. Squall. <laughs> <Light> <laughs> breeze. <laughs> is there a breeze. There's a tsunami too, isn't there? Is there a tsunami? No. No. There's a monsoon. Oh, monsoon. Um, That's what I'm cyclone. thinking of. Yeah. Monsoon. Monsoon's a big daddy. Yeah. Okay, well, you need to make a bigger one. It's going to be called a tsunami. Whirlpool. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's a bolt tank. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. a donger or a tapper? Um, definitely a donger. Uh, Garrard's Globe or AgServe? Yeah, I've got to be careful here. Yeah. I, I love all three of them. I can throw a stone at Garrard's from yep. our office. Yep. They're awesome guys. Uh, they'll deliver something within 10 minutes. So I deal with them. And also, and we're also fortunate to have Jason Green here in South Australia oh, with yes, AgServe. Yes, yes. So, that, yeah, so they look Jason. after us on our PCT stuff. So we do do a fair bit of Nemesis and PCT. I actually quite like their product. They've got some good stuff. Um, and then same with Dave Lavender at Globe. So we're we're positioned in Adelaide. We're all very close to them, and, and they all look after us. So I'm not uh, I'm not biased to, to one or the other. You like to share yourself around, don't you, mate? No, I do. I just share the love, you know. Yeah. All right, and, the, and for the final question, do you call it an amphipod or a lawn prawn? Now, we don't get them here, and I, and I have done a bit of research, and, and I like what you guys are doing. I, rec- so I, I reckon course. I reckon they do occur in Adelaide. I'm going to find them. I'm going to get in Adelaide they, and find yeah, them. Yeah, funny. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll go looking for some. But, um, yeah, I, I've got to call it an amphipod because I like you guys, and, and I know that's what you call <laughs> it. playing so. it safe. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's nothing yeah. wrong with sucking up. There's nothing wrong at all. No, I know. Look, I don't like upsetting any pe- people anymore. I used to, but not anymore. Uh, all good. Uh, all right, Gavin, I have had an absolute um, blast for take two. That, this was a much better um, version yep. of it, I reckon. Um, it was good. We, we got a you know a good sneak peek and you know quite a few topics there. Yep. So no, I really enjoyed it. So much much better. Yeah, cool. How did you feel cool. about it this time around? Oh, it was fabulous. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> We've been talking for two <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, have we really? It's actually my mum's birthday today and I've got to get up there and take her out for dinner. So but oh, that's all right. Um, have, no, I, no, fabulous. I, yeah, I'm looking I'm at really my phone, mate. I'm looking at my um, phone, mate. And one hour and fifty-four minutes we've been told on the, two on the hours. Phone. I do apologise. That was my fault, Gavin. I literally stopped it after forty-five minutes. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I, I appreciate that, and it's, and it's your gig, and and I, I respect that. So, like I said, I have no issues. That it, it, it's the right thing to do. I, well, we we benefited from it because we know so much more than what was put into this podcast. Yep. So, so no, guys, if cool. you want the extended version. <laughs> Yeah, feel, feel free to email yeah. me and I'll, and I'll send it through to you as a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have just we per, got it? Have we got message. it? Yeah, per, yeah personal message it. me. Yeah, if you, yeah, good, good stuff. No, I appreciate it, Gavin oh. and uh, and Nikki. Once again, darling, thank you for um, joining me. Thank you, appreciate yep. it. And if I ever get down to Adelaide, Gavin, um, I'll hit you up for some gin. Yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get up your way. I actually sent you a message saying one of your operators up there. Well, it was fabulous. When I was on holidays up there, so I'll um. Okay. If, yep, if, if yep. you don't, if, if you if you don't drop into to here, I'll drop into you guys. Either way, we'll Definitely. have a gin. Definitely. Um, yeah. Spot on. Cool. Uh, and all right, listeners. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, Gavin's certainly the man of the hour at the moment, and um, Flow Zone. Look, get on to them. They're they're a good unit. I like them. Um, so, listeners, I will catch you on another episode of the Pesty Profiles. <laughs>